Ebullient greetings. I'm your host, Jackie Bird of Jackie Bird Spiritual Wellness, your guide to stress and anxiety relief, mindfulness, awareness, self-care, self-love, and personal growth. Welcome and thank you for joining me as we roll with peace in mind. You know, every time I have a guest on, I'm always talking about how geeked up I am. And I am, it's true. But I'm really, really, really excited, especially the way that you and I have connected. I think it's beautiful. So I'm gonna ask you to introduce yourself, tell us where you're from and what you do. And folks, he does a lot of stuff. I I don't know how this happened, Jackie. I do do a lot of stuff. (laughs) Yes, that's awesome. All right, so I'm Larry Rogowski. I am a native New Yorker. I, yes, I currently reside in the Boogie Down Bronx. All right. And um, though I haven't been there in about three and a half months, uh, <laughs> but I do reside there and okay. I'll be heading back shortly. And let's see, you want my whole background? Well, I'm going to ask you in pieces, but I want you to just give us a, uh, the cliff notes on okay. what you do. Okay, great. So I'm the owner of Urban Body Fix, which is a wellness consulting firm that specializes in uh, learning about whole foods and how to take great care of yourself in a holistic way. We deal in um, weight management programs and supplementation and living your best life. Ah, fantastic. Okay, so guys, that's, that's the short, but now tell us all the other stuff, please. Oh boy, where do you want me to start, Jackie? Um, you know what, start in the order of, just in terms of what you do, Start in the order of what came first. Okay, so what came first? Let's see, so, I, okay, I was an actor. Yeah. <laughs> that came first. Went to college upstate New York. Uh, graduated, moved right into New York City. Pursued acting for about seven or so years with uh, a decent amount of success. It was really fun. Yeah. In between acting jobs, I was a Broadway dresser, which I think we have a lot of folks in common, Jackie. We do. Those worlds, which I'm sure we'll get to. Let's see, when I was around 27, I'm 47 now, whoa. Okay, 20 years ago, let me tell you, 20 years ago, I um, I was really looking at my life and looking at what my future holds. And um, a funny thing happened. I was in the theater and I literally had my hands on one of the actors, my on their shoulders, just placed my hands on there. Yeah. And he looks up at me and he goes, do you ever think about being a massage therapist? Your hands feel amazing. And I was like, hmm, actually, I kind of did think about it, but I didn't really, but immediately I was like, I went to the Swedish Institute and I, <laughs> I got, you know, went right to massage therapy school. And that really changed the course of my life because um, it, originally my idea was great. Yes, I'll be a massage therapist. That'll be my survival gig. Maybe right. instead of a dresser where I could still be an actor and have a survival. I fell in love with anatomy and physiology and just everything about the body. And I also fell in love with the idea of having my own business. Yes. Not as an actor, but as a healthcare provider. Mm-hmm. So I um, I worked in a couple of spas and then I uh, cultivated my own practice in Hell's Kitchen, right in Midtown Manhattan. And I, of course, I service a lot of the Broadway community. That became my clientele. Mm-hmm. And um, over the years, I also parlayed health coaching into that. I went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And so in addition to being a massage therapist, now I'm an integrative nutrition coach. So um, <laughs> that all started to happen and it just, I fell in love with all of it. And then I discovered other ways to uh, you know, bring revenue into my practice because I was getting a little bit tired as any other healthcare provider can attest to, I'm sure, especially in the 
manual fields of right. therapy, physical therapy, chiropractic, acupuncture, mm-hmm. all those. So um, I learned a lot more about nutrition and I integrated um, high quality science-based supplementation, mm-hmm. not just to help my clients, but also to bring in another stream of revenue. And that also shifted everything too. I started to learn about the idea of leveraging myself and my time, mm-hmm. right? You know, as an actor, we all know about how do you create, create a, a residual stream of income? Yes, we do. Um, yes, so that was my, you know, but I didn't have a commercial that I booked. I didn't have a, you know, a sitcom I was on for eight years. Mm-hmm. I didn't cut a, I didn't cut a record. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, that's right. Money while you sleep. But yeah. I knew what that meant. So, um, so I did that in the world of health and nutrition. And what that brings me to is, um, I started implementing wellness programs into health professional offices, specifically doctors' offices, all different types. And um, again, that took on a life of its own. And then I. Financially, it was sustaining me. It was really, really great. And then I started thinking about, well, my, what's next for me? Mm-hmm. I wanted to get back to the theater. So, um, and I always wanted to be a Broadway producer, even though I really didn't know what that meant. Wow! So, that's, well, <laughs> I mean, that, that's that. crazy. That's yeah. Crazy, inspiring because. You know, one of the things as an actor, performer, singer, dancer, whatever, you know, you're so busy trying to get that next gig. And I think it's so incredible that you, as an actor, got to a point in your life and you started asking questions. You know, we all ask questions at different points of time about, okay, where am I? Where do I want to be? How do I want to get there? One of the points of, and the purposes of having my guests on is to show people that you can do whatever you what's in your heart, whatever you decide you want to do. You just have to make the decision. So talk a little bit about being, he's being modest, y'all, about this Broadway producer thing. You know, life-defining decisions along the way. I also think of it, you know, it's like choice, life choices. It really is. You get to choose your life. We're very lucky, you know, even in this moment where the world seems like it's turned upside down, and it is in many ways, that we have things like the internet and we have ways of communicating that we can really have whatever kind of business we want. I I think of life as... Please say that again. We can really have whatever business we want. We can have whatever business we want. Yes. Anything is possible. It's to, it's all about choices. Life is this. I, I look at it this way. B, C, D. Like, you know, the alphabet, A, B, C, D. Yep. B, C, D. B, you're born. D is your is death. Yep. What's in the middle is C. That's choice. That's powerful. Yeah, well, that's, that's all. I, I mean, if you think about your life, like, look back on, on everything that's happened in your life, and it was all a choice of something else. Something else you made a choice on led you to that moment. Whether it was you conscious could, or unconscious. Yeah, and we can choose to take responsibility for it or not. I always invite people to just take responsibility for it. And, you know what I mean? And even if some things don't seem so good, they might not, <laughs> at the moment, they might be really horrible and awful. And, but in the long term, there's probably a reason why it all happened. Yes. And I think this thing, I'm going to come back to the producer question, but this thing, like most, a lot of people feel, I would say most people feel that they don't have a choice. You know how you, you'll hear people talk and it's a, so part of our lexicon, that phrase, I didn't have a choice. He made me do that. Or I didn't have a choice. You know, th- that that is such a, a go-to reason because you felt you didn't have a choice. I think that's how most people live, quite frankly. I mean, that's yeah. what I come across. And But, I, you know, I, I, I know the people that I choose to spend my time around. Mm-hmm. You know, my family, it's a little tough. You know, family is because you know you got to have Thanksgiving dinner with them. But when you choose your family, the people that you really choose to be with, you know, I always say like choose people who lift you up and light you up and are also in this headspace. 
absolutely. It's a while to cultivate that, you know, to yeah. find that. But I think if you're being that, you're going to attract those kind of people into your life. So very briefly, because I definitely want to jump into Urban Body Fix. Talk about how you ended up becoming a producer and sure. what a producer does on Broadway in okay, theater. So it's funny. My, my story is a little, a little funny. So my husband, who you actually may know, Jackie, because <laughs> you guys were on Broadway around the same time as performers. Yeah. Um, he co-created a show called Disaster with um, Seth Rudetsky. You may know him. He's from you know Sirius XM radio host, and he's right. like a Broadway guy, crazy yeah. talented guy. Anyway, they were good friends for years. They knew each other from like when they did Forever Plaid, the original mm -hmm. back in the day. Anyway, they, they co-created the show called Disaster and along with Jack Plotnick. And um, Disaster was off-road. Broadway. And um, now I have a dear friend who's also my partner in all business. Her name is Sue. Yeah. And we're producing partners. We do a lot together. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, she and I decided, well, wouldn't it make sense to support Drew and, and his dreams? And like, just put, a, you know, it wasn't much, put a little bit of money into the off-Broadway production, which we did. And then the show got picked up by a major lead producer and was moving to Broadway. And we were asked to be part of the producing team. Um, and we were like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we didn't really know what that meant, but we, you know, we quickly learned and we were scrappy. We were willing to do, and you know, Sue and I were there opening night, like wrapping candy for all the cast and crew, like in these little baggies. Like we just did whatever had to be done. And that led to the next project, to the next project, to the next, you know, until, you know, three years ago, I guess it was, we won a Tony Award for the um, revival of Angels in America. So oh my goodness. Because that's wow. a show that, thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. That is such an extraordinarily powerful piece of art. Yeah. Tell me about it. Well, it, I saw the original one back. I was in, I was a junior in college. And okay. I remember seeing it, um, and I was just I couldn't get out of my seat. It was yeah. just riveting. It was yes. so timely, and it's still a timely piece of theater, even more so. And this production was riveting in a different way than the original. Um, both just masterpieces, you know. Yes. I think so. I was so proud to be part of that, and proud that that's what won me my first Tony Award. I love Notice I said my first Tony Award yes, because I, I plan on winning some more. Oh, okay. So uh, cause I was like, wait a minute. Did I miss any? But see, but that's the, okay. He just did, y'all, what you must do. You set intention. You set an intention. And when you set the intention, then you have to let it go. You can't go, oh, it's got to come this way. And it's got to come that way. And you're a classic example of that, of how you just flowed with the stream. Yeah in terms of how you even became a producer. I mean, love it. I, I mean, if you get if you get to know me, I, I'm, I'm like an easy guy, you know, I I'm, I like to have a great time. Mm -hmm. I, I don't take anything too seriously. I think life is already hard enough. Like, yes, let's not make it harder, right? Yes. And I think because of that, I don't, things have not come easily to me. Don't get me wrong. I have worked hard. Right. I, I think a lot of people will say that it's like, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen the image of the iceberg, like all people really see is the tip of the iceberg. You exactly. You don't see all the persistence and the hard work, the ethics, everything underneath the surface. Mm -hmm. So you have to have all that. And then mm -hmm. you know, there's no overnight success, is, I guess. No, but it starts with a thought. It starts with a thought. It starts with an intention, whether you're making it consciously or unconsciously. So now coming to Urban Body Fix, talk about it. 
Yeah, so man, so Urban Body Fix, actually the name came out of, um, came from one of my clients. I remember when I first started my massage practice and I was in starting my private practice I'm talking about, I had a contest for my clients because I didn't have a name yet. It was just Larry Rogowski, massage therapist. Okay. I, I put to all of them, I said, whoever comes up with the best name, you're going to get, you know, a, a bonus massage <laughs> on me if you, you know, if you choose the name that I, that I go with. And one of my clients came up with that. He was actually a fellow dresser with me on a show. And um, so that name stuck. So, um, you know, this is, when I started my practice, it was long before, I had a website, but there was no social media, nothing like that. So, um, you know, I really built it totally, you know, word of mouth, but without social media in the community. And um, I very recently, now I, I took a sort of a, a sidestep from Urban Body Fix, so it kept going. I mean, because it really was like a well-oiled machine. I was able to really retire from my massage practice because what I've built in the world of the consulting and working with doctors and um, having a team and products and all that, I didn't retire Urban Body Fix. I sidestepped a bit and really right. was focusing in the world of theater and producing. But now that we're on this intermission, mm -hmm. you know, Broadway's, on an intermission, mm -hmm. we will be back, but yeah. it's gonna be a while. And I thought, well, what a great time to refocus my energy on what I love, where I can really be of service and help people because this is, you know, you recall, and it's still happening now, like everybody was freaking out, like, okay, how can I be my healthiest, best self? Right now, you know, oh, oh boy, I put on the quarantine 15, how am I gonna right. How can I be <laughs> a great life while we're under this situation? So I feel like Urban Body Fix was able to fill that need. And um, I, I actually got out of my comfort zone and I brought in some interns to help me with my social media. Cause social media has never been my strong suit. Like I don't care enough about it, I guess you could say. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> like, yeah, no, listen, I hear that. And you are smart to just give it to people that that's what well, they do. It's a bit of trust, but I'm a big believer in team because mm. I don't think you, you can do it all. It, depending on how big you want to grow it or what you want your days to look like, your nights, all that. Right. Um, so for me, it was very important. I also have an eight-year-old son who I love to raise with my husband, and that takes a lot of time too. Yes. You know, doing it, trying to do it right. Yes. <laughs> right and be present for your, your son, yes. Yeah, being present. Um, so team is very important to me. I also, I'm a social person, so I, I, I'm not solitary. I need to be with other folks. Mm -hmm. So I have, this, I have this great social media team now that's really made my social media presence looking pretty sexy now. Well, honey, that's how you and I met. So let's, <laughs> talk, a little, let's talk a little bit about how we met. I have to sidestep a little bit. I, I think it's so cool to the way that you and I met and that we're having this this conversation right now. So let me hear your side of it first. <laughs> okay, I okay, I love this. So I have, so I told you I have some some folks helping with my social, and I also decided well I needed to have a because I love making connections. I love making partnerships. Again, team. It's all about team because I feel like we do we're in the same world, but we're doing different things, you yeah. know. And I think we can complement each other. So I have an outreach team that's literally been doing cold outreach, you know, which is tricky because, you know, you're reaching out to people you don't have any relationship with yet. So it can seem a little like, mm, what are they yes. Which <laughs> you probably thought, of course, I would think, I would like, uh-oh, what do they want? Yeah. yeah. What are they selling me? Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's common, but it still made the connection. And I love how we got connected because you're right. I think you probably had those thoughts. And I what, did. Well, what I tell, what I tell my team is like, the fastest you can get me on the phone with any of these people is gonna be the best. Because I know once we make the voice-to-voice -voice connection, that's what changes things. Because mm. all of a sudden it becomes warm and it becomes yes. personal. 
Yeah. It's not about trying to sell something or try to get one. It's not, it's not, you know, it's really about my, what my real intention is with this is to provide value for mm-hmm. not just for urban body fix, my people, but also for anybody that I partner with. Cause mm-hmm. I think look, it, it all comes back to you eventually. You know? It really does. And again, it's intention. That's your intention. You know, now my side of it, you told some of my side already, you oh. know, I get these anonymous, emails, you know, and and people are selling stuff. And what annoys me is, you know, I'm old school. So if you're going to write me, don't go, hey there, say hi, Jackie, or hey there, Jackie, but use my name, (laughs) you know, um, because then I know you're talking to me and you're not talking to 40 other people. So uh, I get this, this very polite email. And, um, you know, I appreciated that, that, that it was polite, but I also had that, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was that way until we spoke on the phone and found that, that we had this common thing of the theater. I mean, how, Crazy. that was like, you know, mind blown. Yeah. And that part of me that knows better said, Miss Thing, no, you follow this through, have this conversation. You know, one of the things that I had been asking of the universe was, where's my tribe? I need mm. to find my tribe. That's Where what you're are talking about. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and so that was the voice that said, Miss Thing, you've been asking to find your tribe. So just listen. <laughs> just yeah. don't put up the, the wall and listen. And here we are. Well, it's funny. The way I, especially now, I think now more than ever, mm-hmm. most people are home. Most people have, even though we're busy, we'll keep ourselves, but we have an abundance of time right now, really. So I, I think, why not have a 10 to 15 minute phone conversation? Maybe we don't hit it off. Okay, so what do I lose? 10 to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what can I gain if there's something comes out of it? Yes. Huge. Yes. Huge, a whole window into a network of people and practitioners that maybe I didn't know before or information that I didn't know or mm-hmm. people that we can help and reach out. I, don't know. I just think it's worth it. It made me kind of go, okay, you've been asking for this thing. And if you keep having the attitude of looking at people with cross eyes, you're not going to get the thing that you're asking for, you know? So it was just another gentle reminder in that in those couple of days of okay really look at what you're doing and look at what you're asking Mm -hmm. and that's the thing that i say to everyone is that you have to look at what you're asking for and what you're doing and what you're thinking because a lot of times those three are not on the same page that's right that's right good point (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then you wonder, why is it taking so long? Well, uh, right, right. maybe if you look at uh, how you're thinking about this thing or what you're doing about this thing, uh, you, you know, because a lot of times we ask, but we don't necessarily believe we'll have it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love that you have stressed throughout this about living your best life. It's beyond, you know, having the creature comforts. You know, because you can have stuff and yeah. be fi- be emotionally, spiritually bankrupt. Well, I think that that's been made clear to us more than anything in this time. Like, what do we really need? I, I think that this time period that we're in, a lot of people are, and I'm happy to know that a lot of people are doing a lot of inner questioning. Mm. And if you're not yeah. doing it, this is a good time to start. <laughs> this inner work of 
a lot of times we don't do the inner work because we're so busy. And um, I take my hat off to the parents that are at home Oof. who are working and homeschooling, basically. Yes. Their children, your children, I take my hat off to you. But also, it is important to do the inner work of taking notice of what, what you're feeling, what you're thinking, and where you want to, how you want to shift that if it's not to your liking. So I would like to ask you, because we have touched upon this time that we're in, what advice do you have to people who are really struggling now? Um, struggling financially, str struggling emotionally, and dealing with a lot of fear. Yeah. Ooh, this has been an extraordinary time, obviously. And I feel, um, you know, especially, you know, I mean, again, I'm in the Broadway community, so I really feel it from, from yeah. that world. Yeah. Incredibly, you know, there are no jobs to be had. And it's not so easy to just, well, I'll just get a good job doing something else. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people have said that who are on the outside of it. You don't quite understand. It's not being snobby about it. It's not being above a job, but there aren't jobs available. Right. <laughs> That's a big problem. So right. I think it's time to get creative if you already haven't. Mm -hmm. I think I think it's time to, you know, again, surround yourself with positive folks. You got to, I mean, it's important to know what's happening in the world, but you got to cut off that news, like that news cycle, I guess, is what, you know, you got to, and this is a tough one. We were talking about social media already. So you have to limit your social media time because that will wreak havoc on your psyche and it will manifest itself physically. I really, I really have seen that in people and I believe it. So um, we have to try to limit that as much as possible and stay in the positive. Um, I don't have any political conversations on uh, social media. That's a rule of mine that I really live by because they never go anywhere good, ever. You know, it's funny. <laughs> they never go anywhere good. My partner is very much, he's uh, toned that down a lot though, because he was trying to shine light for two people. And I kept going, why are you talking to the same people about the same thing with the same conversation? But what's been interesting is that I have, I have been more vocal in terms of the types of things that I'm posting, in terms of trying to get people to realize that it's it you also have to spend your dollars wisely and consciously mm. because that is how you vote also it's not right. just waiting for november to vote you vote with your dollars yes. because if you do any little bit of research you will see where some of your money goes if you're buying certain things so i've been much more vocal about that but and I think because I have basically said, if you don't agree with this, keep scrolling. And I even have a hashtag, keep scrolling. Well, it's funny, I've had to, yeah, I, here's been my experience and everybody's gonna deal with it, how they deal with it. This is what I do. Um, so I have a lot of, it's, Facebook is really the platform I'm talking about. You know, I have a lot of friends, quote unquote friends right. on that there. quote unquote. And if any, it's not that I want to see different opinions, because I don't mean to say like, I only want to see people agree in the places that I agree with, but I've had to block, I'm, not necessarily unfriend people, but I've blocked a lot of people because I just don't want the negativity in my feed. I don't want to see exactly. it every day. You exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. So um, I've had to block it. And, I, and I'm not saying I put buried my head in the sand about what's going on in the world, because you definitely want to keep up with what's mm -hmm. happening in the world. 
But as far as I go, like certainly my business pages, my branding as Urban Body Fix and as my producing hat, which is my company's in fine company, that's our name. Uh, and Broadway Custom is another arm of that where we do youth programming. I'll talk about that in a second. I just want to hear about it. But um, we keep it positive. We keep it, you know what I mean? And, and definitely addressing, look, we, we know there's been, you know, it's, as far as inclusiveness and addressing all that, and that's a huge part of, of what I look, look at as not as just a human being, but certainly as a human being, but as a business owner, mm-hmm. how can we be more inclusive? How can we give opportunity, provide opportunity for people that may not have had opportunity before and make level the playing field more? And that's something we, we're discussing a lot in the Broadway community now, as you know. Yes. I'm sure, Jackie, you know, yes, you're well I aware do. of that. Yeah. So um, that's happening, you know, and it's important to be in that positive space, you know, um, with making a difference. Yes. You can't go, I'm sure you've had this experience. I know a lot of people have had this experience. You, you argue with someone who's on the other side of the political spectrum of you, you'll get, and it'll go and go and go and go and go and go until it just blows up yes. and nobody gets anywhere. So right? I definitely so agree about keeping it positive. You know, if you, you know, in my case, I, I choose things that I hope will provoke thought that will, you know, get somebody to go away and think about it. Mm. That, um, you know, that they see that they have power. Um, I had posted today something about the um, the change that the uh, the Redskins, the, the, oh, right. the football yeah. team. Yeah. I, had, I had posted about that and I made a commentary, you know, and the commentary was steered toward, you have power with your dollars. You know, that thing of, you know, consciously, wielding your spending power because like I said earlier a lot of people feel they have no choice and a lot of people feel Mm -hmm. helpless especially during this time and you have more power than you know right you know and during this time is a great time to begin to explore how you can use your power in a positive manner because ultimately it serves the whole. When you are stepping out in a positive manner, you are sending that energy out and people are receiving it. Whether you see it in the air or not, it's, it's, it's electricity, it's current. When you are embarking upon just, you know, what can you do today that adds more light, more positivity to you? today Mm. what can you do Larry do you have any suggestions for for the listeners right now like what one thing can they do in the moment that's going to shift and make it more positive for themselves one thing I would do and it was as we were talking about social media uh, is instead of getting into any sort of discussion on a platform is maybe you could say to them can we get on the phone and talk about it Because then it becomes a conversation and it's less of a dent, 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 dent. Anytime you can either get on the phone or better yet, get in person, which I know is tough, but at least get on the phone, get on a Zoom and talk it. Yes. You know what I mean? Because I always want to understand the other side of things. Yes. You know, and I think being a really good listener, and that's something you always have to work at, something I work at all the time. You know what I mean? Like just being a better listener and hearing people, you know, like really like listening deeply. I think that that's something you could put into place right now. You know, really shut your mouth a little bit and listen. Absolutely. Amazing what you learn when you just shut up. 
it's amazing what you learn if you just shut up. That is absolutely, I can't agree more. Put that on a t-shirt. You, honey, that's right. Put on a cap. That's right. Urban body fix on the back. You got your lips. Shut up. You got your dress right. You got your, you know, there used to be, um, it's probably still out, uh, a shirt that we wore back in the day and a hat, shut up and dance. Oh, yeah. You know? So it's like, shut up and listen. Urban yes. body fix on the back. So, so, oh, please talk about the youth programming before I let you go. Yeah, yeah. So, we have an arm of our producing company called um, Broadway Custom. You can look at it, broadwaycustom.com. Mm-hmm. And we do VIP experiences for Broadway, but obviously right now, because we're on intermission, there's nothing that can happen live. So we use we typically do a youth program where we bring in kids from all over the, the world, really, um, mm-hmm. to come into New York for a five-day intensive, singing, acting, dancing, and we have, we, they get to see a couple of Broadway shows, they go backstage, it's very, customized because we interview them beforehand so we actually customize it to what the group what they love and we bring in broadway stars from shows that they've said that they love so we like to surprise them and do that kind of stuff we thought oh we can't do that we can't possibly do this online there's no way but then we thought you know what we actually can let's try it so we which the nice thing is we were able to slash cost in half Mm -hmm. uh, because everything is virtual you know we're not paying for space and all that sort of so we're able to do it now and offer this program online. It's August 3rd through the 7th. Okay. And um, this is the first time we've done it virtually. And I think it's gonna be great. I love it. The kids all get like a, a care package with, um, they're gonna open a different item each day. So it's a surprise. Yeah. And it's gonna be the theme of our day, you know, depending on what show we're sort of celebrating that day. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just really exciting for them. It's the program I would have wanted as a kid, as a theater kid. Yeah. <laughs> when I was that age, it's ages yeah. 10 to 18. And um, it's just super awesome. Was the theater, how were you exposed to the theater? So when I was in, well, I was always theatrical, I guess you could say. Like yeah. I, was a singer, I was a singer in a rock band in junior high. Oh, wow. Yeah, the name of our band, it was a heavy metal band. I used to have really long hair, by the way. I was see um, picture. If you look on my social, you'll probably, if you dig a little bit, you'll find my, the band was called Devious. That was the name of our band. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's how it started, but then I got into high school and I was in the school plays and the musicals, you know? Mm-hmm. I wasn't much of a, I'm, I'm athletic, but I wasn't much of a sports kid. Like I just didn't really, it wasn't my thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I was in theater in high school. And then when it came time to go to college, I knew I wanted to go to, way, knew I wanted to go away to college. I was not a great student mm-hmm. in high school. Um, so I was a little limited in that sense, but um, I love theater. So I thought, well, I'll be a theater major. I didn't, cause I just didn't know what else I wanted to do. Uh-huh. What else I could, so I actually went to SUNY at New Paltz, which is just yeah. upstate New York. Yeah. Um, I own, I get, this is embarrassing. I didn't even get accepted on my grades. I had to go and audition and then I got accepted. So I guess that's good. I actually got accepted for my talent. But then, you know, college was, for me was transformative. Yeah, and I just, you know, was a theater kid. So then I, that was gonna be my career path. And I really, I left college. I got to play, I did a lot of great roles in college. Little did I know those would probably be some of the best roles I'd ever get to play. But really went on and I did some national tours and I did some fun stuff. You know, but it just, I, but I really started looking at it. Like I said, as I was getting to my late twenties, I was like, is this all there is? Is this what it's going to be for me? I wasn't, that wasn't it for me. Yeah. And now I could look back and see, oh, wow, this makes sense. Why I'm a producer. I get it. You know, like the theater is a love of mine, but not necessarily to do eight shows a week, be on stage. I think I want that. I want that to be for the people who want it so bad. They have to do that. Yeah. I got to a point where it's like, I don't really want it as bad as 
some of my peers do mm-hmm. and they're really talented also so let them have that it's hard enough anyway yes <laughs> yeah. oh that that's beautiful but you know it sounds to me like you always had or i won't say always but you got to a point and i would say fairly early in life where you began to ask questions you know mm-hmm. and you, you began to ask questions of yourself and you were listening for the answers you were listening it yeah. starts with the question am i happy am i happy doing what i'm doing is this all there is i remember asking that same question when i was well, 20 i wanted to 40s. be like i mean you were on broadway i remember one of the shows you were in play. yeah i remember when that show was on broadway what year was that it was 90 oh that was 97 oh right 97 yeah that was the time when i was an actor like that's when i was pursuing it you know and um, that was my dream to be in a Broadway show. Yeah. Um, but then you know the reality of that sets in also. Okay, is that really <laughs> You know, I, look, it's it's the pinnacle of of an actor's career to be on Broadway. It's pretty phenomenal. When I look back on that, what a blessing! You know, what what an honor! What a yeah. what an achievement! What a ride what are all that you know that i had the opportunity not once not twice but three times you know so mm-hmm. it was like it was one show i was in that opened and closed and then it opened again and at that time it was Which one was that? To do that okay uh, yes it was okay it was the first show to open and close and and reopen <laughs> in the history at that time wow yeah but i think that um you know the what i was saying to you in terms of you asking these questions of yourself at different points in time led you to where you are right now. And even though, you know, because the thing is, you know, we're talking about this y'all, but like, I know for me, getting here was really painful. I mean, I think about all the art that's being created right now in this painful time. It's gonna be, there's gonna be so much beauty that comes out of this, Mm -hmm. but man, you gotta go through it. Yeah, I truly feel that this time period is a valuable time. There are many lessons here for us human beings. This is a global lesson we are being taught right now. You know, like the overview of lesson and then underneath that multiple lessons and how whatever we wish to look at. What is next for you? What are you, what are you cooking up? All right, so a few things are sort of underway right now, and I guess I could talk about that first. Oh, okay. Um, why not, right? Yeah, so right. Let, let's take a look at producing and Broadway side. So right now, we currently have, well, on intermission, Moulin Rouge, Jagged Little Pill, and Company, all on Broadway. Uh, and we will be back. All those shows are coming back when there's yeah. a Broadway again. So there's that, and then of course, tour, you know, Moulin Rouge tour and the Australian production and the UK production. Like, that's all underway. Is really exciting and Jagged Little Pill National Tour as well. We're also um, on the producing team of um, a new musical of The Outsiders mm. on the S.C. Hinton book. It was also a film in the early 80s, which we're really excited about. Uh, it was supposed to be literally playing right now in Chicago at the Goodman Theater, but everything is now a year later. So this time next year, we will be at the Goodman Theater. Yes, yeah, so And then most likely coming into Broadway after that. Nice. So that's what's happening on that, that front. And also, so growing uh, Broadway custom in our youth program 
we'll continue doing it virtually until we could do it live again. And maybe we'll have both options. So we have a virtual and a live. I think that's one of the things that's also teaching us right now is like, wow, there's a lot of stuff we really can do successfully and well virtually. Yes. So let's not scrap that once we can yes. go live again. Yeah. Let's keep it and have a hybrid, which right. I think is, is cool. Let's see, what else are we cooking up? Oh, I'm, I'm writing a book, an urban body fix book. So it's a book all about the pillars of wellness, how I like through my my vision and how I see it. Yes. Um, so that's happening right now. So that should be. It's most likely going to be an ebook. I don't know if it'll be a hardcover, but maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know yet. So that's happening, and the rest is I don't know. You know, raising my child, Aww. living living my best life. <laughs> you know. You know, uh, growing, yeah. building more relationships, and you know, meeting great people like you and interviews and I love this part of it. This is fun for me, you know? Yeah, this is fun for me too. It's very inspiring. And as you talked earlier about surrounding yourself with positive people, it is, it's food, it's fuel. It's, it's as necessary as the air we breathe to have positive people around us. It contributes to the whole. And I think that's so beautiful. And I'm so grateful to you, first of all, for reaching out. And I told uh, Suyan that she needs to always trust her instincts, you know? Uh, going back to our sitting here right now, talking to each other, I had been working for over a year on my website and I had hired an SEO company and, um, but the results that I had hoped to see, I wasn't seeing. Again, a reminder, universe to me, of looking at something in one way, looking at numbers, looking at uh, traffic and not seeing the results that I wanted to, but then a couple of things happened within the last two weeks that was all about the last year and a half of me and this woman working together on my site. And that realizing that the riches that you seek are not necessarily as loud as you think they're going to be. Yes, that is so true. And sometimes come things come to fruition a year or two years later. And you hope that, you know, they say, you, you know, you plant a tree, and you may never see that tree, but the next generation will see that tree. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't want everything to take that long. I know. <laughs> I mean, hurry up. <laughs> but yeah, I want a little shade too, please. Yeah. But um, it take things take time. Anything worthwhile is going to be challenging, and it will take time. Absolutely. If it was too and easy, then it's probably not gonna give you the rewards that you're looking for you know that's funny because um you'll be going okay what's next <laughs> you know that came okay what's next right i mean you know as long as you're alive there's always that question of what's next i think even if you are you know engaged in what you love the energy to create is ongoing you know yeah. it, it's yeah. all creating and um i said all of that to say that the way that i met you and I emailed her and let her know that this happened is all due to the work that she and I have done on my site. And this paid dividends in terms of the connection, yeah. in terms of the interaction. And I'm very grateful to you for, you know, sending your interns out in search. <laughs> let me tell you something. It's a bit of an experiment right now too. And I'm proud of them because they're all, they're young. They're all young. I and I feel like this is a great experience for them because they're getting out of their comfort zone. They're entering into a world that they really haven't been in before. And um, we're kind of seeing what happens with it, you know? So far, so good. We'll, we'll see how it goes and move forward. But when I speak to my interns, it's always about, okay, what do you want to gain here? What's going to help you move forward in life and career? What, what do you want to get out of this internship so that it's really valuable for you? 
I thank you for your time, man. This has been just an incredible interaction and exchange. And I'm very grateful to you for your time and for talking to me. You know, guys, we just met last week. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's like we've been friends for years. I'm grateful to you, really, for being, you know, for, I, first of all, I love that you turned and it was like, whoa, okay. Like, that to me is like magic, you know what I mean? And I think it's a lesson, maybe for everybody that's listening to you, like, don't be so quick to judge. Or right. even if you are judging, like, open up a little bit. Yes. Hey, look, look, it could have been, it could have gone the other way too. And if it did, then you wouldn't know. You'd be like, okay, that's not, not interviewing that guy. It's not going to be for me. But what would that have taken, you know? But I think that what was beautiful in the conversation was you were like, okay, well then let's try this. And that inspired, well, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. All right, so we do, we should tell, you know, you have written a great blog that's gonna, that's gonna get posted um, on my pages and uh, I'm excited about that. I think it'll go up this week. Um, so we'll get, you know, all the urban, urban body fix eyeballs on that sucker. Thank you so much for that. You're so welcome. Thank you. Happy to do it. And I know that you have to go. So I am going to say thank you and continued success and inspiration and motivation and all those good things and keep living your best life. Thank you. All that back at you. You are fabulous, really. Thank you. I appreciate this. This has Thank been you. awesome. I get so geeked up when I hear an inspiring story. If you are one of the many, 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 many people out there who's working a job you hate, or following a career that no longer burns for you, begin to see what it is that you actually want to do. Write it down, wherever you wanna write it down. Write it on paper, write it on your phone, your computer, your tablet. Whatever works, write it down. Begin to see yourself having it, achieving it, creating it. Willpower, trust, faith. Don't tell yourself you can't. Don't allow anyone else to tell you you can't. Thank you for listening. If you want to find out more information about my guest, just look at the show notes. All of the links are there. And remember to roll with peace in mind.